Every gamer has that one game they want all of their friends to play. Maybe it's old. Maybe it's new. Maybe it's obscure. Or maybe it's the game that everyone is playing. Whatever it is, it's that one game you love to talk about. Join us as we ask each other to try this game. All right, Farron, follow me on a mind journey here for a quick second. You're in a spaceship on the far edge of the galaxy. Your your ship explodes for unknown reasons, and you crash land on the uh, one of the outermost planets that's colonized only by barbarians and a couple of different monarchies. Do you A, try to survive and get off the planet, B, try to survive and become a warlord, or C, do what I do, try to survive and commit as many possible war crimes as you can? Well, I'm not surprised, but uh, I, I think I'm going to go for take control of the planet while committing as many war crimes as possible and then eventually take off. Can I do that? Can I just do it all? Absolutely, you can. So cool. let's talk today about RimWorld. Hmm. So RimWorld was published and developed by Ludion Studios. It was developed by Tynan Sylvester with a team of six total people working on this game. That's it. Six people put this out. It was released in October of 2018, and you can find it on Windows, Mac, and Linux. The premise for RimWorld is exactly what I listed off in that little intro there, is that your ship crash lands on a wild planet. It's three people, three little uh, pawns that you control, and your goal is to build base, survive the first couple of nights, survive, and then start to thrive. So I, I threw you into this with... Very little explanation of what this yeah. game is. I think at one point in time, I told you that it was a storytelling simulator or a storytelling generator. Yeah. Yeah. Um, beyond that, I made sure that I didn't mention too much. So why don't you tell me about your first couple of days playing in RimWorld? A couple of days? Uh, okay, so <laughs> I actually purposely avoided learning anything about this game once you told me you wanted me to do it. I wanted to come at it having absolutely no clue what I was getting into. Mm -hmm. So first off, I want to say it reminds me of two other games. So it reminds me of a, an MMO that lasted eight days called Seed. Okay. It was an MMO called Seed. It came out in 2006, and unfortunately, they ran out of money. They figured they'd put it out, enough people would buy it, and they'd be able to survive, and it didn't. The idea was Seed, it, of Seed was essentially the same thing. And the idea was there was no combat in Seed. The players had to fix the ship and they had to decide what was next. Were they gonna build hydroponics? Were they gonna build habitat? And the players were going to build this colony out of a crashed colony clone ship. And it sounded like a great idea. And I'm one of the, you know, the three people who played the damn thing for seven days and that was it. This reminded me of that with the exception that that game looked a hell of a lot better in 2006 than this does. It also reminds me of Dwarf Fortress, which, by the way, is a free game you can purchase. Mm -hmm. uh, Dwarf Fortress right now is literally ASCII. It's literally characters, but they've added a graphical engine to it, and it's clearly like the bare minimum of what qualifies as a graphical engine. <laughs> but it's the same thing. It's this super open-ended thing. So looking at those two things, I thought this is going to be the cool game. I'm going to be so into this. And I was so wrong. Uh, um, and it's too bad. It's not the graphics. I don't care about those. Okay, I do. Yeah. But, you know, um, I wasn't quite in the right mood when I played this. Fair. I absolutely see the potential. And 
I recognize that this game is exceptionally well thought of. And I can't help but wonder if what needs to happen is they need an infusion of cash and a graphical upgrade and whether that'll attract more people. I don't know. Um, but this game, you know, it's like Ark and a lot of these sort of games where they just sort of throw you into a world and say, now go. You know, almost like No Man's Sky and a lot of other things, just with less direction. It's just go. You figure it out. And I have an immense amount of respect for games like that, but I just can't see myself really grinding into this game. Um, okay. You know, it seems really cool. Maybe the graphics were a little off-putting for me, but overall, I I didn't mind my time with it. I didn't think it was glorious. Uh, the problem I run into is I don't want to have to lay down the furniture in a game and find where the, I should put the door. And Okay. That's a little too micromanagey for me. I want to control the universe mm -hmm. also in games but yeah i mean i i respect the hell out of this game and i didn't realize it was that small a team but it shows not in a bad way but remind, what was the other game you got the farming simulator where i tried to kill everyone oh stardew stardew, stardew yeah another game of my failed attempt at war crimes <laughs> um i'll get there eventually damn it i'm trying to get you there Farron. i really yeah, we're working on it we're working on it. well the next game gets pretty close to war crimes that we're gonna okay. do if not war crimes, definitely crimes. But I, I appreciate this. Like I, you know, I'm. I think it's, this is one of those games where I'd almost be more interested in hearing your stories of what you accomplished in this game. It reminds me a lot of Eve in that way. That something tells me there's got to be a podcast out there where they tell the stories of this world that I'd want to hear. Probably. Well, I mean, RimWorld, uh, they've put, they're just putting out their second DLC right now. They put out their first DLC called yeah. Royalty. And this which... is religion, right? Yeah, so this one, one yeah. adds in religion and cults and rituals and belief systems and things like That's that. That's very cool. Yeah, super, super interesting. And then royalty added in monarchies and uh, different tiers of uh, psychic abilities. And oh, it's just okay. it super, super expansive game. Yeah. And that's not even getting into the mods because oh, if God. you want anything in this game there is mods for it there's mods to add in hygiene meters for everybody so that you then have to implement your your showers and your bathtubs and, mm -hmm. and all of that there's mods to reanimate everything so that all the characters actually have arms and legs and kind of run around like that oh, okay. um, there's not like really graphical overhaul mods i you know what actually that's probably a lie i'm sure that there are but yeah. um they're they're not something that i've ever worried myself with the graphics mm -hmm. are kind of my least important thing about this yeah. game you have you go for a certain aesthetic i mean we've done this a few times stardew well stardew valley looks like an snes game mm -hmm. but what was that other game uh uh faster than light How oh yeah ftl yeah you really seem to like that 2d sprite thing i i definitely enjoy sprite graphics and I've thought about this, and this is the reason why I like sprite-based games in 2021, is because it gives the developer much more time to work on the mechanics and yeah. the systems on the back end. You're yeah. not so nearly so worried about what's happening in the front end. You, you've got your graphical interface, cool. Now make it work exceptionally well and make it exceptionally deep to really keep me hooked and give me something to look forward to, to learn and explore. Yeah. You know, and I often wonder what would happen if this guy made a ton of money from this game and then hired a graphics team. Mm. Don't change the mechanics, just make it prettier. I wonder if that would work. Uh, and 
you know, some maybe that maybe that would be helpful. Maybe it wouldn't. Maybe some of the purists would go, "I want to play it the old way." Well, you mm -hmm. go, guy. But you know, for some people, I think games like this would get more traction if they were prettier, which is terribly, terribly shallow of me to say. But hey, man, it's a graphical medium. Yeah, you're not wrong. But then I'm the guy who played MechWarrior 2 in wireframe mode and loved it. So, <laughs> well, my, my system simply couldn't run it with the graphics going. So yeah. I, I had to play it in wireframe mode, or as they called it, thermal mode. Whatever, it looked mm -hmm. great. A fun game's a fun game. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe I'll subject you to Crescent Hawk's Inception one day. Um, I will hear you screaming in anger all the way from your house. But, uh, you know, awesome. this game, it, I don't know, man, it, I, I'm impressed with it even if I don't like it. Yeah. And I, I think that that's kind of the big thing here is this this game is really all about what happens to your colonists. And it I think the best way to play this game is at normal speed. It's a, it's a lot easier to just flip it to fast forward speed and just make things happen exceptionally mm -hmm. quickly and really burn through it. And, you know, that's that's a lot of fun for the first little bit as you're kind of getting yeah. things set up. And once you're once you're established, then you're paying attention to the interactions between all of your pawns. You're having people getting married and having relationships. And you can, you can get a mod that like pops up the little speech bubbles and you can see exactly what they're talking about. Bob talked to Jenny about his love of scissors. It's genuinely something that can happen. It'll just be like, it's this word list and yeah. it'll be yeah. this, his blank of blank or something to that effect, or somebody gets really upset and they go on an insulting spree and you can follow them around and see all the horrible things that they yell at the other colonists. Oh, jeez. Or you've got somebody who is addicted to a hard substance and now you've got to jail them until you can go and raid another facility that they've got the production uh, production materials for this drug. Yeah. So you can burn their house down, steal Jesus. the labs and bring them back so that you can now start producing drugs and not only keep your people happy, but also start selling the drugs on the black market so you can buy more weapons and more armor so that you can go raid more places. I'm curious, is there a, I wonder if a mod exists where you could essentially sit back and just watch and give the odd bit of direction. I want you to be aggressive. I want you to be authoritarian. I want mm. you to be democratic. I wonder if this game would be interesting to just let it play itself out. I is, don't is enough know. is there enough on the back end to do that where you could just sit back and let and they'll figure out how to build a colony on their own or do you have to get in there? I would imagine that there's probably enough on the back end. Like there's enough to to balance out, oh, this need is lacking, so we implement this new thing. Okay. But I mean by that point like yeah it's, it's a storytelling generator but it's it's a storytelling generator to tell the player a story it's not working with the player to tell a story right i i feel like that just kind of i don't think that's quite what they're going for with this game but uh at the, at the end of the day like you get into this game and you pick a weird strange goal whether that's to follow the main story and just rebuild this big ship that you get and fly off the planet which by the way i've never actually done I've You've never tried? completed the. I've, I've got to the point where I could, where I could go to the the ship and build all the parts and get off. But then the game's over, and I've got oh. so many people left to kill. Jesus, uh, <laughs> you know, you remind me of the story, the PC Gamer article I read about a guy who got uh, Crusader Kings three, and his mm. goal was to eat the Pope. Yes, yes. You know, and, and it's that sort of 
what's this crazy shit I can do? And we actually talked about this in a previous episode where we talked about um, we were talking about Battlefield 2042 and, and how the trailer communicated all the crazy stuff you could do just like mm-hmm. so many other Battlefield games. I love games that let you just screw around and pick your own objective. You know, the, the one thing with WoW, World of Warcraft, is you have to follow those quest lines. You're, you're going nowhere unless you follow the story. It'll take you forever to get anywhere. But I love a game that just says, okay, there's the main objectives, but maybe this is your second run through, so just go do whatever. Have fun, kid. I love games like that. I, I appreciate them. I'm not always up for them, but I like the idea of just sort of doing my own thing and doing it how I want. And this game, I'm going to give another shot to. Like at some point, I'm going to I'm going to find the mods I want. I'm going to give another swing to it. I want to give it a good college try. Uh, probably not right away, but it's happen- It's it's coming at some point. I'm glad to hear that there is there's a handful of mods that I think are almost necessary to play the game at this point there's one in particular that i can think of called prepare carefully (laughs) which is especially useful to a new player which allows you to take and customize every single aspect of the pawns that drop initially from the number of pawns that drop to their skills you can max out every single one's skills and have 10 of them drop if you want to the weapons that they've got the armor that they've got the pet that they bring with them because every every party that drops has one token pet and it's usually a a dog or a cat or something like that is that what that thing running around was okay yeah yeah yeah. see you know Um, i'd actually want to go in the other direction i'd actually want a mod that gave me less control that's fair yeah that's that's kind of your thing you want to do the grand overarching design And, I don't care what t- color the walls are, yeah. Yeah. Um, now that you see them so yeah. here, it's a top-down, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can you can do weird and funky things with different styles of walls and different colored yeah. lighting. But, I mean, you can, you can get to the point, and one of the last things that I did in this game was I decided I was going to drop uh, a platoon of space marines from Warhammer 40k onto Jeez. an ice shelf. So, on the ice shelf, there's basically nothing. There's some dead trees, and that's that's more or less it. Because it's very you, grim and very dark. And sorry, carry on. <clears throat> exactly. So I, I, I think I put six people full, you know, mechanical battle armor and assault rifles and heavy weapons and, and a good chunk of supplies and built up a base. And then they wound up actually accidentally turning into into a cannibal cult because I ran out of other food to feed them. Cool. So, <laughs> but my they, sort of they, game. Yeah. Yeah. So they, so they became cannibals and were... By the end of it, a lot of them were dressed in um, people leather clothes. Oh, excellent! Uh, but but at one point in time, uh, a, a giant herd of Yorkshire Terriers came through, so that was great for some food and clothes. Wow, that sounds really horrible. So yeah, so I'm <laughs> guessing you're going to go play this game again. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, RimWorld is is just wild. Uh, highly recommend. Just, just absolutely bonkers. And what about yourself? You're you're going like go to go get back to At some point, I'll take another swing at it. Not anytime soon, but it's coming. So. Well, I'm I'm glad to hear it. I I think it deserves it. So there it is. There it is. So, Adam, how would you like to dress up in leather and armor and sneak around in the dark and beat people to a pulp? Mm, that depends. Can you answer my question of where is she? Yeah, pretty much. 
So we're going to talk about a better depiction of Batman, though I actually really like Batman Begins and Dark Knight. They're good Mm. movies. But anyway, we're going to talk about the Arkham series. And the Batman Arkham series is uh, four games, three of which were done by Rocksteady and one, which is sort of the outlier, the prequel, that was done by uh, Warner Brothers Montreal. Um, They're all excellent games, all four of them. So to be clear, no matter how much I may rag on one of the games, they're all excellent games. So there was Arkham Asylum, came out in 2009. Arkham City in 2011. There's the W Montreal version, like prequel called Arkham Origins, that's 2013. And then there's Arkham Knight, which came out in 2015 and 2016, because it was such a buggy debacle on the PC that in an unprecedented move, Steam pulled it from sale. That's how bad it was. It was just brutal. This game came out for the PC, the Xbox One, the PS3, Mac OS, your your cell phone. I mean, no, it's a it's a it's a modern game. Um, this game was notable because before Arkham Asylum was ready, they pumped out a demo of the first I think 15 minutes of the game. Oh, really? Yeah, and I remember being super impressed with it. Now, Arkham Asylum, for those who aren't into Batman, is where the crazies go. Uh, it's this old, like, 19th century, well, mental asylum, a sanitarium, which is to say it's a house of horrors. And it's actually based on a graphic novel, so a long-form comic called Arkham Asylum, Serious House on Serious Earth. Go find that and read it. It was written by Grant Morrison. The art, I, I didn't look up who the artist was, but it's beautifully drawn. It is a very serious, very grown-up uh, comic about, actually, two stories, which is Amadeus Arkham, the creator of the asylum, whose mother suffered from mental illness and committed suicide. He took the old Victorian home, converts it into this asylum, himself winds up a patient and spent 20 years as a a patient. But of course he grew up there. So he knew all the secret passages. And so spent 20 years carving his, uh, his memoirs into the wall, uh, like into the stone walls, sometimes with his fingernails. And then the second story is Batman entering into the asylum in the middle of a, 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 a revolt. And the game is very much that second story, but you're exposed to the first story because this game has a lot of hidden stuff. It's a lot like Assassin's Creed. There's a lot of things to find. Um, the most notably annoying is the question marks left by the Riddler. And I just gave up on those real quick. But, yeah. you know, you find these these entries by Amadeus Arkham, this tormented mind. And the first game has, you start with the, start with the first one, play them in order. Uh, though Origins you can play whenever because it's a prequel. It takes place like in Batman's first year when he's still feared by the police. It's a third-person game, and essentially there's two ways you play this game. There's the brawling, and there's the predator mode. The brawling is, and we actually met, we talked about this. Remember we did Hand of Fate? And yes. We talked about how the fighting was very much right out of the Arkham series. Well, here's the Arkham series. So you punch a guy. He'll telegraph when he's going to punch. You dodge. You punch someone else. So you take on whole groups of people. In these sorts of modes, Batman isn't the greatest, the world's greatest detective, which is what the comics called him for decades. Mm-hmm. He's a violent, monstrous thug who is, there's no way he's not killing people. Like he's beating their nose to the backs of their heads. It's, it's actually kind of terrifying how violent he is just with his fists. And then there's the predator modes. And oh my God, do I love those. Where he creeps in the shadows and conveniently everywhere in Arkham and in the city in all over Gotham there's gargoyles everywhere so he's always got somewhere to <laughs> perch menacingly and then come down and just like you see in the movies where he sort of swoops down envelops someone in his cape and drags them off and it's like an insta kill or an insta knockout and you sort of 
you know, the, the predator sequences, and sometimes you can do either, but in some cases you have no choice. Either you're going to fight or you're doing the predator thing and you move around and you, you time it just right to grab that one guy and there's a scream and the body drops and it, the game looks great. It's very menacing. The atmosphere is fabulous. The music is really cool. You get a chance in the later games to play Robin and Nightwing and the rest of the Bat family, good and bad. You get to you get to meet Catwoman. She's in there a lot. You get to go to the Bat Cave. You get to you get to play with the well. In the first game, the Batmobile is parked there and then eventually just blown up. In <laughs> yep. Arkham Knight, they finally gave you access to the Batmobile, and it's like when they made that game, they looked the t at the Tumblr from the Batman Begins trilogy and said, mm -hmm. "Let's make it worse and Very angrier so. and more of a tank." Yeah. Um, I think it's bullshit, but whatever. It's an open world game. You go where you like. I mean, not so much in Arkham Asylum because it's just a series of buildings. And for a while there, you got to go from point A to B. But eventually, you can go where you want. But in Arkham City, they really opened it up. In Origins, they opened it up even more. In Arkham they op uh, Arkham Knight, they opened it still more. And these games are amazing. If Absolutely. you don't mind the action. If you're looking for a... Like, there's a lot of detective stuff to be done here. Because you get this, like, detective vision where you can see through walls. It's essentially X-ray vision, but not Superman style. These are just amazing games. Yeah, they're and, absolutely outstanding. And I actually forgot, there is a 2.5D version called Blackgate. Oh. Yeah, it's a lot like the Assassin's Creed Chronicles games. It's a two, you know what I mean by 2.5D, yeah. right? It's it's like yeah. Super Mario Brothers, but there's depth to it. It was made by a different company, but it's it's about a riot at Blackgate Prison, which is like the big scary federal prison in 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 uh gotham city it's also a good game but it's and it's the same feel and the same idea except it's 2d but you've you've played these have you played all of them or oh yes oh yes um i played arkham asylum when it came out uh i played arkham city when it came out and then yeah. i played arkham origins the most because i actually loaned my copy of arkham asylum and arkham city to somebody i went to high school with and <laughs> never wound up getting them back uh, <laughs> but i had but i had origins and i played origins the most out of any of them and i wound up playing arkham knight several years after it came out because i didn't have a, a current gen console when it was released yeah. but uh i yeah i think that origins is my favorite if if not by virtue of the fact that i spent the most time in it uh by the virtue of the fact that it really does rely quite heavily on the detective side yes, and yes. the and That's the puzzle solving too. yeah uh, don't get me wrong, I still thoroughly enjoy Arkham City. I think that that was a really fun story, uh, and I really enjoyed Arkham Knight. I thought that that was great turn-off-your-brain action game. Yeah. Um, but These aren't when... deep. No, not no deep. Even Arkham Asylum, it's not a deep, deep story, but they're all very interesting stories. Well, I mean, Arkham Arkham Asylum is as, as deep as you want to read into it, as long as you're yeah. going and you're looking for all the, the extra content from Amadeus Arkham and, and yes, the extra yes. stuff along the way. That really lends depth to the world. Yes. But if you're just playing through it for the story, then, yeah, it's teaspoon deep. Yeah, that's true. In terms of story, I think actually Origins is the best. The idea that it's Christmas Eve, there's a blizzard, mm -hmm. and the Black Mask, who's like, you know, the local mafia lord, has put out like this insanely high bounty on Batman's head the deal is they have to kill him that night and to ensure that Batman doesn't just hide I forget what it is they did like they're gonna blow up shit or something yeah they had so bombs hidden around the city I think yeah 
So it forces him out. And then it's like seven or eight of the big baddie assassins from the game come after you. And there was a great DLC for it called Cold Cold Heart with Mr. Yes. Freeze. Yes, yes. That's so good. But yeah, Origins is the best because it puts the most emphasis on detective, including a whole thing in Crime Alley, the alley where Bruce yes. Wayne's parents were killed. That was a fabulous little side mission, which you miss. It I thought Arkham City, like... People sneered at Arkham Origins because Arkham City, the idea is Arkham Asylum has, has been destroyed at the end of the game. And so what they've done is they've walled off a bunch of square blocks of, of Gotham City and turned it into an open-air asylum. It's very Escape from New Yorkish. I thought it was bullshit. But you can get under the city and there's all, like everywhere there's a secret something. And in Origins, that's not true. But instead of just a little bit of the city, you have access to like all of Gotham City or a lot of it. Uh, and... You know, in, in, in Arkham Knight, they expanded on that, but Origins was really super cool that this, you get this massive city to move through and you never know what was around the corner and there was always something new to explore. It was just, I love these games. Actually, Arkham Asylum, I've completed twice and I want to go through all four games again because Arkham Knight, I only ever got about five hours into it and I gave up on it. But I'm okay. actually, as soon as I have a new system, which, you know, is probably a year away or so, I'm going to yeah. download Asylum. I'm going to go through that. I'm probably going to go through City as well. And then I'm going to do uh, Night. I may start with Origins, but I'm going to do them all. I I love these games. And they have skirmish modes where you mm -hmm. can just beat the shit out of people. Or you could do the Predator. <laughs> you know, there's like Arkham Knight had a skirmish map of yeah. Wayne Manor, and it's a Predator mode. Origins also had multiplayer. Remember? Did it? I also didn't yes. have friends at that point in time. So <laughs> it's a three-way multiplayer. One gang of uh, Joker thugs, one gang of Two-Face thugs, and then Batman and Robin. Okay. And if you're the if you're one of the thug gangs, it's a third-person shooter. But if you're Batman or Robin, it plays like the other Arkham games. And here's the thing: someone put this perfectly when they reviewed the games. Batman's Kryptonite is bullets. Yep. If you get shot in this game, you're done. There's no Re, there, there, there's no regenerating health. If you get shot in this game, you start over. No, not the whole game, but the scenario. Uh, sure. They're not kidding. You get in there, you got to take people down fast, or you got to hide, because if if someone gets a sh uh, an open shot on you, if they, they have if they have like an open field of fire, you're screwed. And so, in a multiplayer game where literally every other player has like a machine gun, suddenly you realize playing against you know, humans as opposed to dumbass AI. It's a whole different story, <laughs> but it's so yeah. worth it. It is so worth it. It's a, unfortunately, I'm sure the servers are long gone, but man, these games are, these are some of the best games we've reviewed, I think, or we've discussed as a whole, I would say. Uh, they've definitely got their flaws. Uh, I think that it has a hard time deciding exactly what it wants to be it, it tugs in a bunch of different directions yeah. between being a brawler and being a stealth game and being a puzzler um uh but i, I mean think the puzzle enough of each of those i see here's the thing is like it, it gives you a good chunk of each of them but it doesn't feel like it's super super fleshed out in any one area yeah um like the combat is the combat is is relatively boring. Let's let's be honest. You press punch, the punch, dodge, punch, yeah. dodge. Roll, press the counter punch, button when they've got the thing over yep. their head. Yeah, yep. exactly. It's it's not terribly exciting. The the predator sections are just wait, wait and wait and plot out your movements, 
and it's, it's a not. Puzzle. It's almost puzzle-like, though, for some it, of those it characters. It is. It is. Um, but I, I wouldn't argue that it's. It, it it takes really working at it. It's. No. Yeah, it, it's not. It's again, it's not super fulfilling. It's. It's all right. It feels it feels good to get through it, but it's not like something I really look forward to. Oh yeah, I'm gonna go do the predator section yeah. now. Um, and then the puzzles themselves are. Where was it? Arkham, Arkham City, where they had Deadshot, or was uh, that Origins, Origins where Deadshot? Because he's one of the assassins that comes for you. That is one of the few puzzle series in the in these games that I really genuinely will always stick in my head is, is tracking the bullet trajectories back and then having to deal yeah. with Deadshot on top of a building. Right. It's one of the few times where a puzzle has. Oh, that and. I think it might be in Origins as well, either in Origins or City, where you're dealing with Mr. Freeze and you have to attack him eight times in eight different ways. He's because in City you... and Origins. Yeah, well, one of the them one in has... City is in the lab. We have to sneak around the lab. Yeah, yeah. Well, you've yeah. got to either or put up a tripwire and, and attack him through that, or from a ledge or through a window. And but yeah. each time you use one of these routes, he blocks off the other yeah. routes like that. So you have to continuously be thinking on your feet. I think those yeah. are the those are the two ones that really stick out to me for the the entire series of any kind of puzzles um i think that they're exceptionally well-rounded games they're phenomenal yep. uh they're all gorgeous especially when you take into account the time period that they came out in uh the first three games were playstation 3 360 era and then uh, arkham knight came out on the playstation 4 and xbox one era yep. but you know it, it's it's not I don't know. I can think of games that I will enjoy more than this series, yeah. but I I can't think of you know major faults in them. Yeah, you know, I would love more detective stuff. That's why I enjoy mm -hmm. Origins more yeah. than the other games. Um, I love the Predator stuff because it makes me feel like Batman, mm -hmm. and the fighting I just want to get through. I don't even want to be artistic. I just want to get through it. And yeah, it has its flaws, but I, I totally dig these games. The one thing I will say is those Bane fights. Oh my God. I love the Bane fights. Those they're are the great. Worst. They're all, first off, they're all the same. You, mm. you, you fight the guy like three times and it's always the same, which is you dodge him, he smacks into a wall, you jump on his back, you pull one of four injectors out of his back, he throws yeah. you off, rinse and repeat. Mm -hmm. And then once you got all four of those, he doesn't have the super whatever venom juice in him. You beat him up and that's it, it's over. I hated them, hated them, hated them, hated them. And in all of the games, those are where, you know, you, you know, you know, in some games when you come across something you just can't beat and you just start hating it. Yeah. Like, and then you walk away and it's like, it, it, it disturbs the flow of the fun you're having. That's Bane for me. Okay. And I hate them, hate them, hate them. But everything else about the games I super enjoy. Uh, Arkham Asylum ends really stupidly, which is actually with the Joker getting Bane serum. And so, oh you, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was <laughs> dumb, dumb, dumb. And you'll find him essentially fighting him at Thunderdome. It's super stupid. And I don't know anyone who ever liked the end of Arkham Asylum, especially because it's a, a very psychologically driven game. Um, yeah. But these games are great. And at this point on Steam, you can probably buy them as a package for like fifty bucks. They're absolutely worth your time. I know there's another one coming. I think it's called Arkham, or, or is it called Gotham Knights? Yeah, this is different. Yeah, this it's is the same not engine, to do no. with the. It's the same engine, but it's not the the Arkham storyline. Correct. Yeah, this it's not the this same. deals with the Council of. 
Owls, I think is what they're called, something to that effect. Council of Owls or the Court of Owls or something like yeah. that. Yeah. But it's the same. Like if if you look at that game and say and think that looks cool, it was made by the same guys, Rocksteady, and mm -hmm. it's the same style. I mean, I assume they've made some improvements. It's been you know five years since they since they put out Night. But start with Arkham Asylum. Start there. Play through that one. If you like it, move on. As much as City is to me the worst of the four. It's still a quality game with a lot of great gameplay. Play them all. Though yeah. also read the graphic novel Batman Arkham Asylum Serious House on Serious Earth by Grant Morrison, and you'll appreciate the game even more. I unreservedly recommend these games, and I'm going to keep going back to them. How about you? You think you're ever going to replay any of these ever again? Yeah, I, I will again. Uh, I think I played Night for the first time about three years ago, two, three years ago here, and I replayed all the games in sequence up till oh, okay. uh, up to the run up before I played Night. Yeah. Um, and I I thoroughly enjoyed that. So it's been it's been a couple of years now. I don't know how soon I'm going to go back to it. I enjoyed being back in uh, Arkham Knight earlier today and kind of bouncing around and knocking people out for a little while but i don't know if it's enough to really draw me back into it i did i did a pretty intense playthrough of it the first time i went through i think i right. wound up with like 80 out of 110 possible achievements in that game wow. so I, I did a pretty good clear of it yeah see i've still not played night more i think i played five hours and i stopped mm -hmm. just the game's buggy and it requires a little more horsepower than i had available to me the one say one thing i will say about these games is even at minimum detail they're still gorgeous yep uh, and they hold up they totally hold up, I think. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd absolutely say so. You can still go back and play Origins, and it's still a very good-looking game. Even even Asylum. So yeah, uh, go buy these games. Um, there it is. There it is.